Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Justin Klein. Justin, you are the founder of Markerly, and you are found on the web at markerly.com. Justin, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Josh. Glad to be here. All right. High level. What does Markerly do? So Markerly is, uh, it's both a technology company and agency, uh, and obviously, uh, specifically within the influencer space. And we've been around since 2012 and we work with a range of clients from consumer packaged goods to uh, government agencies, nonprofits, beauty, fashion. I mean, you name it, like influencer marketing works for many different types of, uh, you know, verticals. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this, you know, this era of influencer marketing that we're in right now is, I mean, it's not really new. I mean, we've, there've always been influencers, you know, uh, you know, that have partnered with brands. You know, I'm thinking of like, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. And so, you know, that, that sort of thing. Oh, well, we know and like this guy. So therefore, you know, or if it's Michael, you know, Michael Jordan on the box of Wheaties type of, it's the same thing. It's just, we have tools now where it's much easier for people to become an influencer. And there's so many to choose from that. I think for a while, I think, especially if I think about influencer marketing five years ago, it's the wild west. And now it's much more mature. Yes, I would totally agree with you on that. I think, uh, you know, marketing and advertising, I, I argue, uh, you know, came about because of, you know, the want to in- influence, right? You know, because of that, uh, you know, like, <laughs> in- like the, the need to influence people kind of like predates like traditional marketing, marketing and advertising in a way, um, because, you know, like when we were cavemen, I mean, I think influencing uh, was just as important as it is today. Um, and obviously, you know, now it has evolved to be more focused on um, influencing like purchase deci- purchasing de- decisions. Um, but I, I mean, I think like influence in general uh, is is a very, you know, old uh you know, kind of activity that that has been infused in human culture since the beginning of humanity. Mm, yeah. All right. So, where does Markerly fit in with this today? Yeah. So, I mean, we run large scale influencer campaigns, and then we also have tools uh, that we license out to oh, our wow. partners as well. Uh, so, yeah, it's a uh, you know they're they're kind of two different sides of the business, um, and. Yeah, I mean, we have uh, a very robust uh, database. Uh, we have like everyone that you'd ever want to work with mapped out. Uh, and 
uh, yeah, and we can quickly activate against them, uh, you know, depending on the category or the location, uh, you know, and then we also have a heavy kind of advertising component as well. Um, you know, I feel like that's becoming more and more important, especially if you want to reach like very niche audiences. Uh, you have the content creation that the influencers provide, and then you can further amplify to specific groups uh, very effectively through like amplifying content. Yeah. Um, one, it looks like one of the tools you provide, um, like I just clicked on this on your website, it's Instagram um, Analyzer, uh, where right. I, I'm wondering in your experience, um, is does it you know, when let's say a brand is just reaching out to potential influencer partners to work with. Um, and then the influencer says, well, you know, here's my press kit, you know, or, you know, here's my media kit. Here's how to, here's how to work with me. Here's my advertising kit. Um, you know, when, you know, of the data that you get from the influence influencer themselves, what are they usually not sharing or what do they share? That's kind of like, but you know, not maybe not the full picture that a brand shouldn't be aware of. Yeah, I mean, I think like engagement rates um, like that sometimes isn't as shared. Uh, and y- even if it is, like you don't have like any benchmarks. Um, so you, like they're not going to be sharing like it typically they're not going to share like, oh, here's another influencer just like me. And this is their in- engagement rate. And here's mine. Right. So this tool allows you to, uh, you know, make those comparisons, uh, you know, very easily. Um, so, so I guess what I'm looking for is, uh, you know, how do we know in an, if an influencer is being accurate about engagement or is everything, should we be able to just look at an account and go, okay, they got so many likes. Okay. I look at all these comments. All right. Look at the follower count. That's all I need to know. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's really important to have uh, third-party data, you know, not necessarily like uh, depending on the influencer to provide you with everything because, you know, it's, (laughs) I mean, yes, I think it's important to like be able to feel like you can trust them and like, you know, what they're sharing with you. But at the same time, I think it's important to have external data sources that uh, allow you to to further verify. and yeah, I mean, it, it very much, uh, you know, requires a, a little bit of a gut check too, right? Like if something doesn't quite look right, oh, wow. Like they, like all their followers just got on Instagram yesterday. That's <laughs> yeah. So you can, that's data that you can figure out. You can figure out, yeah. let's, let's take a look at who these followers are. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. wow. They're all private accounts that, and they're like, <laughs> You know, like they just joined Instagram. That's a little shady. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So obviously we want to avoid that. Um, But then there are other, you know, just kind of brand alignment type things. I would imagine you do some consulting in around that when you're working with a a Cedar Fair or Camelback or whoever it is and helping them know, hey, this is... um, we we think that this person is a better fit for than this person for these reasons. Are are you getting involved at that level and kind of brand alignment type work? Yeah. So typically, like the brand will have like done market research and like they know their ideal customer, right? Um, like the the ideal customer profile. 
So we help to identify influencers that reach those types of people. And yeah, and I think like brand things like brand affinity, like for really big brands, like if an influencer has mentioned that brand, um, obviously in a positive way, then uh, brand affinity, uh, you know, kind of checks that box, that brand affinity box for for that specific brand. Um, if it's an up and coming brand, it gets a little bit harder to to know if they, you know, if they've never heard of the brand, they've never talked about the brand, but you can kind of back into it if they've talked about brands that are similar or if they live a lifestyle that is aligned with like the ethos of the brand um, that helps to kind of ferret out, uh, you know, the best partners. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, what, um, like how do the, the brands that you work with right now, how, I mean, I mean, I know you've been doing this a little bit, but how do folks know to work with you? Uh, you know, referrals, um, we get a lot of inbounds from like articles, uh, you know, that, you know, I've written that are, you know, like that I've contributed. Um, we, you know, like SEO, um, we have, you know, a couple salespeople too, and they, you know, they, they hit, uh, they hit the phones too. Um, so it's a combination of inbound and outbound strategy. Yeah. Great. Um, so for someone who is, let's say they're a business owner and they want to partner, um, is, and I hear this a lot, you know, where a brand might say, well, I don't want to give them a bunch of money. I just want to work. I'm just going to give them an affiliate code. And if I sell some stuff, then they'll make some money. How, uh, how often, or in what instances do you see performance, um, a, a possibility, or is that, yeah, maybe for, you know, earlier, I don't know when, when does that come into play? Or does it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of influencers are are fine with that. Um, if you want to work with like the really big people uh, that already have like a steady stream of brands that want to work with them and that are willing to pay them, then it's harder to to maybe work with certain people like that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny because like a lot of times the brand, the favorite you know influencers of the brands, uh, you know they they're typically bigger and they're not willing to do that. Um, whereas like some of like the smaller ones, uh, you know, they, they'll be a little bit more apt to want to work out a deal like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you, <laughs> you want to work with someone with millions of followers, um, unless, you know, you've worked with them in the past and you've, you know, done the pay to play thing. And then you've seen, Oh, wow, they got a lot of purchases. Maybe I should work out a deal with them, but you know, it also can work to your advantage. If you find big influencers and you pay them less than what, you know, than the amount of sales that they were able to generate, you know, than the fee that they would have gotten from that, you know, there's also that game that you can play as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, it just depends on, you know, what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, if somebody is, you know, they're listening to us and they're like, well, I mean, I have a fair number of followers on, you know, different platforms. Um, I just don't know how to work with brands. What would you recommend from, from that side of it? Yeah. I mean, I think uh, figuring out like who your you know favorite brands are, right. And making a list and yeah, I mean, reach out to them, be like, Hey, I, I am a super fan and I've got this many followers and I'd love to work with you. Uh, you know, that, that happens all the time. And yeah, I mean, I think, uh, 
a lot of it is a little bit of a sales effort. Um, and also like if you post about the brands that you like, um, you, you, even if they're not paying you, like they'll find you a little bit more easily. Right. Cause then that brand affinity kind of, uh, uh, bell will start to ring if you will, uh, you know, on the brand side and like their agencies will start to, Oh, wow. Look, this person posted about your shoes and, you know, they're really like, passionate about what you guys are offering and you should work with this person. Um, they love your stuff. Um, yeah. So there are different strategies that you can do. Yeah. As an influencer. Yeah. Just what in the world of influencer marketing agencies and so forth, what, what would you say, what makes you unique or what makes you different than somebody else who says, Hey, we're, we're an influencer agency as well. Yeah. I would say, you know, the technology component for sure. Uh, is very much a differentiator. Like we, we've mapped out like every influencer that you would ever want to work with. Um, there's like over 45 million. Uh, so like across around the world and, you know, a very small percentage have over like 5,000 followers. Like it's, you know, you're like in the 1%, uh, maybe even less than that. Uh, you know, if you have over a certain number of followers. So, uh, you know, we have all that mapped out. We have um, a technology platform that streamlines um, like all processes as well. Uh, and we, you know, we've been doing this since 2012. So we have fine tuned our process and approach quite, quite a bit uh, and, you know, have gotten it down to a, a bit of a science. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So someone goes to markerly.com. What do they click on? Like, what would they, what would they do? So again, I would say primarily, this is going to be a business owner. It's like, I don't know. Can I work? You guys work with some big brands. Can you work with me? I mean, we do have minimums, but you know, I mean, reach out, like happy to chat and like provide advice. Um, even if, you know, it's not a good fit now, or, you know, what I like to tell like smaller businesses that, you know, might not have the budget right now, um, you know, I, I tell them, Hey, well, you should just hit up some influencers and, you know, try to get them to you know send them some product or something and get them to post, um, maybe pay them a little bit and do it yourself, you know, a few times. And then when you're ready to like scale, you're like, Oh, wow, I really love this content. Mm. I really love like the traffic that I'm getting from this. Um, this is a new, uh, channel that I want to scale then, you know, come to us and we can help you scale that. Yeah. What are the pros uh, in terms of like pros and cons or like, you know, comparing, well, look, we were just, you know, we're like, I've got, you know, $10,000 a month. I want to dump into either Facebook ads or influencer at that level. Is it still kind of a little early to be in the influencer space? Or, you know, if someone is at that level, what, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, and then it kind of depends on their product, but I mean, uh, you know, how do they know where to go or do they just kind of split the pot? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that it's, uh, you know, uh, it's that it's going to replace like, a, like Facebook ads. I, I view it as something that is more complimentary. Um, mm-hmm. Like you want to have the influencers create the content and then you can boost the content on, you know, via Facebook ads or Instagram ads uh, or TikTok ads, right. Um, to, to get more eyeballs to the content. Uh, that's typically a better strategy than like, oh, I'm going to either do Facebook ads or influencer content. I mean, and it's, it's funny. Cause like, it also depends on what you're trying to do, like, and every, different, you know, like, uh, uh, 
you know, types of companies, um, depending on their focus will be after certain things, right. Or different things. Um, like they could care more about the story. Um, for instance, like PR agencies specifically, they're like all about the story, creative mm-hmm. agencies. They're like all about the content. I want beautiful content and a lot of it and a steady stream of it. Uh, because I have places that I want to put this content, right. Whereas like a media company, they're more like, I want the eyeballs. I want the traffic, the clicks, the conversions, um, so it really just depends on how, you know, you want to slice the campaign um, and, you know, what your KPIs are. Awesome. All right, Justin Klein, uh, you're the CEO of Markerly. And again, you're found on the web at Markerly.com. Justin, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. Take care. Happy New Year. Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to UpMyInfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show.